0: ladies and gentlemen it is it's saturday october 2nd and you know what that means it is time it's time for the high risk wrestling podcast i am your host i am the number one pick in the draft jeremy pierce what's up everybody um this is going to be an interesting show. So originally, I wanted this to be about uh, Halloween Havoc, but I was like, it's too early for Halloween Havoc. So what we're going to do today, uh, we're going to take a look at NXT 2.0 in its first three weeks. I know it's a little early, but there are some things up. There are some things that, is, that are happening that we kind of need to take a look at, okay? And... Last week it was the Extreme Rules pay per view. Check out what just happened for the, the reaction from that. But we're gonna look at NXT 2.0 today, and I I want to know your thoughts as well once once we get through with all of this. But um, but for now you know what's next. So just just go ahead and uh, hit my music. The news—it's kind of—it's it's kind of interesting this week. So, uh, first things first: if you watched Monday Night Raw, uh, something beautiful happened, and then it kind of got ruined because of the draft. But what are you gonna do? Um, it looks like the Hurt business is back together. Um, Uh, I am first of all them breaking up was just dumb and it was widely criticized by fans and superstars alike breaking up the hurt business and now it looks like they may be back together I am excited MVP is excited I hope they can explain why they're back together but I am I am Bro, I am over The moon That the Hurt Business is back I am so, so, so Fucking happy that the Hurt Business is back Man Uh, I'm happy I'm I'm dreaming Of a day Where we can get a Fatal 4-Way 12-Man tag when it's The Hurt Business versus The New Day versus The Bloodline versus Hit Row I want it I need it, inject it into my blood. Um, Santana Garrett, uh, she's in talks with a few companies, but she is also um, showing up in AEW. She has showed up in AEW, um, she was just on, on this past week's episode of Dark, I believe, but I am very, very, very happy. I've always I've always liked Santana Garrett. She never really got a shot in the WWE. She did some good stuff in Impact, but I'm hoping she can really do some good things up. Uh, remember Santana Garrett in the PWI fifty for the women, she was she was she was fifth PWI um, women. Let me look this up. One more. I know. I know she was. She was fourth. She was. She was fourth. Santana Garrett. Let that sink in. She was fourth in the PWI 50. And how the mighty have fallen. And it's not due to her. That's not saying that it's on her. No, 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 no. So um, I've always loved Santana Guerra, and I'm hoping she can um recover and do some do some do some good things. Uh, Kiara Hogan. It looks like yes, has, it hasn't happened officially yet, but unofficially, Kiara Hogan has signed with AEW. Which is another great pickup She's another woman on the roster Who's good in the ring And also has experience on TV So that would definitely help the roster I don't think they need to sign any more people Men or women exception of Bray I think Bray Wyatt should be the last person that they sign Um, Obviously I would love the Iconics But I think the Iconics should really go to Impact they can do great, great, great things there It won't be hampered I mean, that's not to say they'll be hampered in AEW But they will be phenomenal in impact And also, it looks like AEW Has officially signed Leo Rush Who is now All Elite Now, I thought this man was retired But LBO Leo He's here Alright Um <laughs> So, come to find out there, every week we're getting some. We get, we're getting more and more news about what uh, the WWE had in store for Adam Cole on the main roster. And here's something else that they wanted to do. They wanted to change his name, which we knew. They wanted to give him a new look, and they wanted him to cut his hair. No, remember, remember when they had uh, Ziggler cut his hair? Didn't work out. And I'm happy that Adam Cole stuck to his guns, that he wasn't cutting his hair, his hair, that he wasn't going to get rid of his Twitch channel, he, he, he's, I wish more people stuck up for themselves and their company and just told it like it is. But you've built this company on fear. So what can you honestly do? NXT UK it looks like they'll be getting fans back soon. Hopefully they need it. Um, they're just constantly churning out good, good work and I, would, and I would love to see them have their fans back. The Mall of America is making offer to AEW to host a show there. Um, I'm I mean The Target Center in Minneapolis will be hosting Full Gear So why not The Mall of America host an episode of Dynamite Remember WCW did host an event there Actually I'm almost sure They've hosted multiple events there Like I know they've they've they host, they've hosted a I know they hosted a Nitro there, and I'm sure they can do something else there, but this would be great. They would have a leg up on the WWE. They just would. Um, this is going to kind of play into the story for later today, but uh, as you know, Mandy Rose is known back on NXT, and she has a new look. She did an interview while well, speaking to Steven Mulehausen of the Zone, D A Z N, and she said that honestly, she's tired of fans calling claiming that she's just a hot blonde and nothing more. Um she says she's having fun and she's enjoying what's going on, but she wants people to start to recognize her for the work that she's putting in inside and outside of the ring. She knows that coming through tough enough it was all about her looks. And pretty much her entire career up until this point has all been about her looks. So she wants to be known for something else. Oh, she she's still attractive. She's still a good looking woman, but she's she's tired of it. Um, you have to go and prove it. Period. We know that and the WWE, they've hired a lot of women just because of the looks. I'm looking at you, Mandy Rose. I'm looking at the Bella Twins. I'm looking at Eva Marie. I'm looking at most of the women from the Diva Search. So now it's up to you to get better and to break that boat and break that marriage. I'll give you the best example of a woman that was hired for her looks but became something great. Actually, there are two women. Trish Stratus and Candice Michelle. These are two women that... Who are hired for their looks and elevated themselves. Obviously, Trish became one of the greatest of all time. And Candice Michelle became a very, very, very good wrestler. I'll even throw Nikki Cross in there, who became a very good wrestler. So you have to do better, and you have to be better, and you have to you have to you gotta break out of this, this cycle of fear that you can't speak your mind in the WWE. You know what I mean? You gotta tell them that I am more than just this. Um, in some, I don't want to say disturbing news, but the EVPs of a the quote unquote EVPs of AEW, um, the Young Bucks Kenny and what's that boy's name, Cody Rhodes. So they don't have any power anymore, for the most part. Everything runs through Tony Khan, but they still have things that they focus on. Cody is the one that honestly attends the office meetings, whereas uh, Matt and Nick work on the merchandising and being the elite and Kenny's focus on AEW games, which is which is good. Um, Tony Khan has pulled back the reins of hiring talent, and these guys are essentially EVP and name only, but everything else goes through Tony Khan. Talent hiring and the creative starts and stops with Tony Khan. And the company's kind of been better off for it. And if they can, you know, make some more black stars, that would be great. Randy Orton is not medically cleared to compete. And this is the second time this has happened. So what's up with Randy? We hope, hopefully everything is um good to go. AEW starting the John Huber Foundation in honor of Mr. Brody Lee. Just like how they have the Owen Hart uh, thing going down. This is great. AW is knocking, knocking it out of the park with honoring and respecting talent and stars and past talent and stars. Um, nothing more to say about that. Uh, Survivor Series is having a very hard time selling its tickets, so um, Survivor Series will be at the Barclays Center November twenty-first. And they've only sold around 6,800 tickets, but fans aren't buying a lot of tickets. So out of the tickets that have been sold so far, 44.8% of those are now on the secondary market. That's not great. Um, I'm actually thinking about going. I am, I'm thinking about going to to the show. Why not, right? is the cheap Becky Lynch um she will be defending her women's championship against Sasha and Bianca in a triple threat match at crown jewel why because Saudi money whatever um the king of the ring will be returning but also coming will be the queen's crown tournament and those will be starting next week um the first official date is october 11th and i'm at least the finals won't be which was originally reported um in saudi arabia since since uh yeah since crown jewel is Hold on. No, the finals will be in Saudi Arabia because Crown Joe is October twenty-first. Fuck. <sighs> Whatever. Um, AEW has announced the participants of the Casino Ladder Match next week in Philadelphia. Uh, it will be their second anniversary. Um, two years. Who would who would have thought? Um, the participants are Pac, Andrade, John Moxley. Lance Archer, Orange Cassidy, Matt Hardy, and there will be a Joker if needed. This will take place in Philadelphia. Uh, I will fucking be there, baby. Winner receives a world title match, and it's looking like a good card. Sammy Guevara will be defending the TNT Championship against Bobby Fish. Hikaru Shida will be taking on Serena Deeb, and Shida will be looking to get her fiftieth win. We have the set ladder match, and we have the Elite, Kenny, Young Bucks, in Adam Cole taking on Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Brian Danielson, and Kristen Cage, and I'm sure there will be one more match. They usually do about five matches on um, Dynamite, but if, if, there, if this is the only four, I would hope that they would give Sheeta and Serena D 15-20 minutes to just go and let them just essentially steal the show. I'm excited. Me, my my buddies are going. We'll be at Dynamite. I'm so happy, and uh, that's the news. And we'll be, <laughs> we'll be right back. So for our weekend review for our shows, right? Um, I'm actually going to move NXT to our story of the day. So we're actually only going to review three shows um so first things first monday night raw raw wasn't bad and this is the second week in a row that raw wasn't bad i'm gonna skip a lot of things but i'm gonna just focus on the good and first things first we were advertised for a WWE Championship match that was going to open the show. and We know how this goes. We're going to advertise it, and then this is not going to happen, and we're going to relate in the show. We actually got the match. And it was a very, very good match, but it went to a no contest, right? And it went to a no contest because it looks like the... It, looks, it looked like Big E was going to lose off some dumb shit, so the New Day came to help, but... The Hurt Business was also out there, and everybody freaked out. Twitter, Facebook, we're happy the Hurt Business is back together. So the match ended in no contest, and it will, it, will, it will happen again later in the evening this time, and it's still a cage match. Okay? Um, Keith Lee returned as a heel after some 24 7 against. He just came out and killed uh, Akira Tazawa. So Keith Lee is now a heel And he's going by Bearcat He's Keith Bearcat Lee Damian Priest retained The United States Championship Against Sheamus in a no DQ match This should end the feud They should not be wrestling Anymore Send Sheamus to Smackdown Okay Please AJ Lee beat Matt Riddle Um These two should not be wrestling again Uh I'm kind of hoping they send AJ back to SmackDown, a face that runs the place I would love an AJ versus Roman Reigns feud. But AJ won with the Stylish Clash, but before he hit the Stylish Clash, he hit a goddamn burning hammer. Are you kidding me? And I, to the best of my knowledge, I think this is like the second or third time he's hit a burning hammer in the WWE. And nobody else has hit one. I also think this is the second time he hit a burning hammer on it on Matt Riddle as well. All I'm saying is, Nix is out here breaking out burning hammers. <laughs> what? Um. Shayna just killed Eva Marie, and apparently the WWE thought she would get booed for this because the fans chant it, do it again, we want more and this is the Shayna Baszler that we need to have psycho killer Shayna Baszler period and in our main event um, in the steel cage match, Biggie E did retain against Bobby Lashley, he won with a big ending off of the top rope and the one thing I still don't like about the WWE steel cage matches is the climbing out of the cage and leaving through the door I think that's stupid, I think that's, AEW has it right with their steel cage matches, pinfall or submission, that is it, you cannot leave the ring. That is the point of a steel cage match. Other than that, I enjoyed most of Raw. There were some dumb things, per usual, but I'm going to give Raw a thumb up just because of Big E, Bobby Lashley, and the fucking Hurt Business being back. Over on Dynamite, we had a solid show. It was uh, a tribute to Brody Lee as we were back in Rochester. Remember, Brody was supposed to debut in Rochester, but we had the, you know, COVID. Uh, Adam Cole beat Jungle Boy in the opening match. This was very, very good. And Cole won with a low blow. So this is a, a way to protect Jungle Boy. So he's kind of like a main eventer, but he's just a notch below. Um, he's just a, not, a notch below the main event scene. Uh, the Elite came out talking trash, and Brian Danielson came out, uh, who kept you challenged Kenny to another match since they went to a draw, and it looks as though if Brian wants his match again, he has to go through the Elite. So Friday on Rampage he faced Nick Jackson. Also on Dynamite, Cody uh, and Lee. Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson beat Matt Sydal and Dante Martin. I'm wondering when Don, uh, Dante's brother's is going to be coming back. Um, this was a good match, but the story of the match, story of, the, of this match, is that Cody is not listening to Arne Anderson anymore. And Cody started the match. Arn wanted Lee to start the match. This is your coach, right? Um, Lee Johnson literally had to tag himself in, and, they, and he won the match for the team. R then cut a promo on Cody, destroying this man. Um, the fans are booing Cody. Arn and Cody didn't acknowledge it. Cody also cut a promo. Taz, uh, CM Punk on commentary did acknowledge it. But Cody slowly turning heel. And, and Arn cut this promo about if Cody was getting carjacked, he would give the dude the keys. Whereas Arn would pull out the Glock and blow his brains out. And now we got Glock Anderson running out of here. It's great shit. Um, Arn also told uh, Lee to come with him. Because he's tired of coaching a loser in Cody So this is good shit uh, This is this is good stuff Also earlier this week Cody was in an interview And he was talking about You know this thing that he buries talent And he wants to try to get rid of that stigma Uh only talent he really To me buried was Anthony Agogo. He should not have beaten Anthony Agogo at the review at all He should not He should not have won that match That's all I'm saying um, the Dark Order beat the HFO, they were still squabbling until uh, Evil Uno was going to walk out, Evil Stu and I don't think Col- uh, Colt were going to walk out until Amanda Huber, Negative one, and TJ walked out And he- Amanda was like, yo, get your shit together What the fuck? Nah, not like this They got on the same page, Johnny Hungy ran wild Dark Order wins uh, TJ beat the bunny and Penelope Ford This feud should be over with They also didn't get a lot of time Every other match on the show got a lot of time Except for the, again the women who don't get a lot of time uh, MJF and Darby Allen are starting a feud um, Darby uh, MJF said that the pillars of AEW are himself Sammy Guevara Jungle Boy and Darby Allen And he's like he's already beaten Sammy He's already beaten Jungle Boy He just totally skipped over Darby Darby comes out, uh, MJF tries to get into his head, and Darby doesn't take the bait, so we've got this few going on. I'm good with it. And in the main event, Sammy Guevara wins the TNT Championship from Miro. Um, this was going to happen at some point, since, you know, Miro had his little thing with Fuego. So I just, I wanted Miro to be champion a little bit longer. But it seems as though that... We won't get long TNT championship rings. I think this will be the one title that will switch hands a lot. Because there's only been three... There's only been three world champions. Kenny, Moxley, and Jericho. There have been four women's champions. Britt, Sheeta, Nyla, Riho. There have been... Six tag team champions? Lucha Bros, Young Bucks, FTR, Kenny and Hangman, SCU. It has been five tag team champions. But there has been. I think there's also been five TNT champions. Sammy Guevara, Miro, Darby, Cody, Brody, Sammy, Miro, Darby, Cody, and Brody five. Yeah, it's been five TNT championships. Uh, Cody held the the belt twice. So yeah, um, over uh, a Dynamite gets a a thumbs up. Over on SmackDown, this this was the first time in a long time I really didn't enjoy the shows, but that happens when you have the draft that's okay we have the draft obviously um, so let me just go through the show and then I'll give you what happened with the draft uh, Roman and Brock brought to open the show Brock's not talking he did cut a promo backstage though playing on Roman's insecurities with Roman um, being upset that the Usos weren't drafted to Smackdown and he said, "If Paul doesn't get the shit done, leave Paul dead." Uh, Corbin beat KO. KO keeps losing, and it makes me think that KO is losing because he hasn't re-signed a new contract. Seth had at home invasion. He went to Edge's house. Um, so there was nothing, nothing crazy. Edge showed up on SmackDown, said her face, said her face, uh, Seth, and he went on the phone and told Beth he will call daniel and david and that uh he'll they'll come to handle things daniel and david are ftr for the for the uninitiated and uh pat McAfee was great on conversation why would you call daniel and david call the fucking police duh there was an eight-man tag the street profits and the new new day took on the dirty dogs and the alpha academy um the niggas won i'm gonna just leave it at that and in our main event sasha beat bianca and then Charlotte left them laying We you go well why would Charlotte leave them laying because when it comes to the draft Smackdown and the first four rounds took Roman, Charlotte, Drew Kofi and Xavier Baron Corbin and um, Riddick Rick Moss who are our team Hit Row Naomi and Jeff Harvey uh doesn't really make sense. Well, certain things. The thing with the draft is, one, only half the roster was able to be drafted, but they don't tell us which half. They didn't tell us what, they didn't tell us what pool they were drafting from. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, and then, I'm terrified about Hitro being on the main roster because I think Vince is going to ruin them. Raw took Big E, Bianca Belair, RK Bro, Edge, Rhea Ripley, uh, Nikki Cross, Keith Lee, Ray and Dom, Austin Theory. So, here's my thing. Why would you take Big E and not just take the entire New Day? They are still a group that doesn't make any fucking sense. What? But you took RK Bro, you took Rhea and Nikki. You took ray and Don. why would you not take the new day it doesn't make sense why would you draft austin theory i can understand hit row why would you draft austin theory that's what i mean when they say when they said half the roster was available to be drafted what half? because why would you take austin theory over sheamus over damian priest over apollo cruz over the Miz, over John Morrison, like make it make sense. And Brock is a free agent, so he can show up on any show he wants, which is good because you got you can move his star power around. Our matches of the week: we have both of our WWE Championship matches, uh, Big E versus Bobby Lashley, um, the No DQ match from Raw, Damian Priest versus Sheamus for the United States Championship, AJ Styles versus Matt Riddle. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair and Brian Danson versus Nick Jackson from Rampage. All good matches. I would probably say the best. Best might be that Steel Cage match, actually. Just slightly above Brian Danson versus Nick Jackson. And our star of the week, I'm giving it to Big E again. Um, the man's on a roll. But that is the week in review so far, and we shall be right back with our top story. Well, um, news happens but we have more draft picks so raw this happened on talking smack raw will be getting nia jacks john morrison reggie r-truth drake maverick t-bar akira tozawa the alpha academy apollo cruz and commander aziz dewdrop zelena vega smackdown will be getting Drew Gulak, Mace, so T-Bar and Mace are broken up. Okay, Mansoor, Mustafa Ali, Tony Storm, and Aaliyah. So this will officially serve as Aaliyah's main roster. Call up, uh, she's been in NXT for a very, very long time. Um, also, I just wanted to uh, note that the crowd booed when The New Day were drafted because they were tired of seeing The New Day not quote unquote together even though they still are together but that is is uh... <laughs> that's the supplemental draft and now we'll be back with our top story <laughs> south side bang look at these hustlers NXT 2.0, so first things first, I actually love, there are a few things I actually do love about NXT 2.0, I'm perfectly fine with the color scheme, I love the new arena, love it, I love that it's bright, you can see the fans, I love the Titan Tron of the entrance way, love the theme song, Wale, banger but now we have some true issues going on so the first thing i wanted to talk about is uh let's just 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 run down two quick things from the news this week the network is USA network they're responding they're responding Favorably to the changes reported by Adrian um, Zarian of FIFO Select, and they're positive about Rick Rex Steiner. I'm not calling him Brownbreaker, they're positive about Rex Steiner, um, Index, and the Diamond Mine. They also approve as Champa's a familiar champion to bring people in. And yes, so the WDB has put in a lot of work rebranding their product. We went over this. Things about the female attires, profanity, whatever Vince likes to cook up. But the ratings have dropped. Again, third week in a row that the ratings have dropped. And it's not looking good. So let's go back to... Let's go all the way back to August 24th, right? That... That drew 685,000 viewers with a .16 in 18 to 49 demographic, right? August 31st, 717,000 viewers, 0.17, 18 to 49. Then, this is where it gets dicey, September 7th. 601,000 viewers A point fourteen in the 18 to 49 This was the final week under the old NXT With the pre-taped So those first three weeks I went over Was when um, they were NXT was pre-taped and they were redoing the arena So September 14th Was the first new look of NXT 770,000 um, Viewers 275 were In the 18 to 49 With a point .21 That might not be amazing, but that was the highest since April of this year. September 21st, 746,000, I'm sorry, 260 in the key demo, the the 18 to 49. And the September 28th, this past week, 655,000 with a 0.14 in 18 to 49. That's not good. So you got to ask yourself, well, why are we here? How did we get here? Essentially, you know the story. AEW, 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 announced the show on Wednesdays. NXT was already coming on Wednesdays, but on the network. That's where it needed to be. NXC Vince moved it to Wednesdays to compete against Dynamite. It lost like every week except like, with the exception of maybe four weeks. It lost every week. They the tuck tail, ran it Tuesday nights. It's doing fine. Ratings were up and down, but it was steady. And now here we are with the 2.0. Here we are. So, question is, what do we do? Now, there were the ratings, and the ratings have gotten to the point where uh, NXT ups and downs from What Coach Wrestling, this past week was their last episode, because they just can't justify doing the show anymore, because NXT's not doing well, so the ups and downs show isn't doing well. Now, me personally, this is just me, uh, I think part of it has to do with Gareth. I prefer Adam over Gareth. <laughs> I prefer the yellow jacket. But Gareth did well. He had his segments. So let's let's review NXT from this past week. And we're going to actually take a deep, deep dive in. So our opening match was Electra Lopez versus B-Fab in a no-DQ match. I was excited to see these two women. I'm a fan of both of these women. I'm a fan of the storyline. These two women should not wrestle in a ring again until they're much more seasoned. They need work, and we're at, and it looks like we're truly moving back to NXT being a developmental brand. Well, how about the developmental brand has a developmental brand? <laughs> brand. You know what I mean? yeah you know what I mean? Because this wasn't good. Like, you can hide things when it comes to no DQ because You don't have to do a lot of moves, but this was. They need more work in the ring. Now, Electra Lopez did win. She won with a sit-out power bomb. And I, I want to see these women, both of these women, get better and succeed. But here's the thing, though. Something happened during the draft that we went over, and I'm going to go over that um, a little bit later on we had the index honeymoon and this was cute this was fun this was what we needed to be these two work well together and and um johnny can still there so this works then we had joe gacy who's (laughs) whose gimmick is really catching some heat And for me, you dive back into it. You have to. And he stated that he's already made an impact with his words. He's made a bigger impact than Roddy and Rex and Tommaso Ciampa. He thanked the crowd for their open minds and returned the audience to the Relic Schedule Program. I actually like this gimmick. Um... I, the, see the thing, it, the reason it works with Joe Gacy is because he's a 15-year veteran. He's been doing this. He's seasoned, so he knows what he's doing, right? Zion Quinn versus Only Larkin. Zion Quinn one of the new kids on the block. He beat Only Larkin. I don't think Only Larkin should be losing to new new kids. Um, and something about. Zion Quinn seems just a little bit off but he you can tell there's something there. Um, we then had MSK in the ring and they were talking about the tag team division and their challengers so first they were c- confronted by the Grizzly Young Veterans. Then Carmelo and Trick Williams. So Carmelo has his contract; he can get any match for any title that he wants. Why are you not challenging for the world championship? Don't know. And we had Josh Briggs and Brooks Jinx, Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen, I believe. Ended up in a fight. Whatever. They're they're trying to establish new teams, but honestly, the only team I would honestly really want to see. MSK face are Ridge Holland and Pete Dunn. Uh, the women's tag team championships were being defended as EO and Zoe were defending against Toxic Attraction, the team of Gigi Dolan and Zoe Stark. I'm sorry, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Now, Gigi and Zoe were never going to win this match. They're not good enough to beat EO and, and Zoe. And Gigi's been around the block for a minute. But this was a decent tag match, and you can see where they're going with this. We'll find out later in the show. But you can see where they're going with this. GG and JC are getting pushed. They're going to get knocked down so they can get back up. Because at some point, Toxic Attraction, the faction, will have all of the belts. They'll have all the gold. But the real question is, what does this mean for Casey and Caden? You know what I mean? We then had, we had Boa beating Andre Chase, I like Andre Chase, Boa keeps cheesing his way to victory, so I don't know what, what was up with all of the, all of the, you know, you know, the vignettes of him being like this, this unbeatable guy, and he's barely winning, and he's winning by the skin of his teeth. Grayson Waller versus Roderick Strong. Grayson might be the first guy who I genuinely truly out of the new school minus Carmelo cuz I think Carmelo Carmelo was there before everybody else. I like Grayson and he actually has character development and he looks good in the ring. Um LA Knight will be taking on Odyssey Jones next week so this will be good. We had Rich Holland versus Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly won with some help from Von Wagner. I don't know how we're having Rich Holland lose. And in our main event, we had Raquel defending the Women's Championship and retaining against Frankie Monet. This match went six minutes. And this is what I mean by I'm not the biggest fan of Raquel being champion. I don't think Raquel, I'm not gonna say I don't think she should be champion or she she doesn't deserve to be the champion. But Six Minutes versus Frankie Monet Frankie Monet is one of the best women's wrestlers on the planet. And it looks like she's being regulated to just a joke role because after the match, Toxic Attraction laid out Raquel. And it ended with the show ended with Mandy Rose holding up the belt. And while this was going on, the f- the crowd was chanting, "This is stupid." So something's not working here. There was barely any build for Raquel versus Frankie. I told you before, Raquel is going to be the first disappointing NXT Women's Champion because every other woman that's held that belt—Sasha, Bailey, Rhea, Shayna. Um, Xia Lee no, sorry, sorry, not Li, Io Shirai, so on and so forth, have been have bangers and have elevated that title. She's not doing that. Now, let me ask you this. Do you actually want to see Mandy Rose versus Raquel Gonzalez? Because Raquel seems better as a heel. So now she's a face? I like Toxic Trash. You know me. I love me some Gigi Dolan. So that was NXT for the week. Hmm. Not to mention Last Legend. Another somebody else that has a talk show. We have too many talk shows. So now we're going to move on to the rest. Let's take a look at the NXT roster. We're going to start with the old heads and then we're going to move to the new school and just see what really is up. How is this really playing out with NXT 2.0? We're not going to hit everybody. We're going to hit the important fucking people. So first things first. Um, Cameron Grimes, he was not featured on this show this week. What are they doing with Cameron Grimes? See, Cameron Grimes won the feud against LA Knight, but LA Knight was the one in the main feud for the world title. I need you to make it make sense. Honestly, I would say bring up Cameron Grimes to the main roster, but you can't have two rich gimmicks on the main roster. Seeing as how Carmella now has a mask gimmick, but I guess he forgot Sheamus is doing a mask gimmick. Danny Burch, Only Larkin, I think they're going to get lost in the shuffle once again. Um, these guys are great as plucky underdog baby faces, but what can they honestly do with them at this point? They did, finally got their tag team title um, run. I think it ended prematurely. Dexter Loomis, at some point, has to be elevated to the main event scene, right? This guy has it. He does. Um, Fabian Eichner and I forget the name of his partner. What's Fabian Eichner's partner name? I am so sorry. It's, it's, I'm, I'm Marcel Barthel. Sorry. Um, Imperium, <laughs> why are they here and not NXT UK? Honestly, Imperium and the Grizzle Young Veterans should be sent back to NXT UK. Not because they're doing anything bad, but you have all of this young talent. Make new teams and let NXT UK be great. Let them be great. Um, Legato, Walking Wild, Santos, Escobar, Raul Mendoza remember I kept saying I can't forget the other person's name in Legato. it's Raul Mendoza what can they do with them Um, because they're feuding with Hit Row and we just found out Hit Row got drafted to the main roster I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a touch on Hit Row shortly Kushida just lost the Cruiserweight Championship what are they going to do with him LA Knight main even start Awesome, he's got to be elevated and quickly. MSK, I don't care, they're boring. Good team, great in the ring. They're boring. Why to talk about only look Pete Dunn, Ridge Holland? Elevate these guys. Remember, I reported that um, the top heels would be Johnny Gargano. Pete Dunn and Roderick Strong. Well, it looks like Johnny Garana is a good guy now. So, Pete Dunn signed a new contract. Don't waste this man. Don't waste Rich Holland. Roderick Strong, Diamond Mine. I'm not worried about them. They're doing fantastic. Samoa Joe. I don't really think he's injured, but we shall see. Timothy Thatcher. I believe he's out. Ciampa's your champion. So, the... The old the old heads are doing fine. Now, the thing with the women is most of the women's roster really hasn't changed when it comes to that's actually the overall roster. Um Because if you look at it, well one, I think Dakota Kai will be drafted in the draft. Anything with Azaya Lee, so I'm not even going to include them. I think both of those women are being caught up to the main roster. The main roster needs more help than the uh, NXT women's roster, but we still have Candice LeRae, who will be out on maternity leave. We got Ember Moon, Frankie Monet, um, Gigi, Indy, EO, Casey, Kaden, Jesse, Kamea, Kaylee Ray, uh, Mandy Rose, May Ying, Raquel, Saray, Zoe Stark. So they're cool. They have a lot of uh, good hands to guide these new people. I'm not, I'm actually not worried about the women's roster outs uh, with exception of the women's championship. That's it. But now let's, 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 let's take a look at the new school. These new young Thundercats, right? Andre Chase. actually like him and I like those gimmicks. so now they're throwing all of these new people at us to see who's going to stick I think Andre Chase would be kind of stuck in the mid card kind of like the Miz but won't be as elevated as the Miz um Rex Steiner I'm not calling a bomb breaker he's clearly the one guy they're elevating above every single person in NXT right now is Rex Steiner they're lining him up to be the next champion um Love me, Mello. I'm not sold on Trick Williams just yet. I love Carmelo. I think he's a star of the making. I see Mello just like how I see uh, Ricky Starks and Scorpio Sky in AEW. They have it. They just need a shot to prove it. Um, Dante Chen is a random dude. Duke Hudson. He's okay, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not bad. But I'm not really excited to see him. Joe Gacy is cool. I'm not worried about him. Um, Josh Briggs. I'm not worried about him. He's good. The Creed Brothers. Like I said, they're in Diamond Mine. Uh, uh, Odyssey Jones. I'm not worried about him. Needs a little bit more season in the ring. But he's another guy that's going to be a giant fucking star in this industry. And anybody else? Zion Quinn. I don't really care. So they're throwing us all of these new guys, but who's really able to stand out? And then you can say, well, you, well, you got to see if he's got the star power. No, 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 no. You're only as good as you're booked. And right now they're booking Rex Steiner and Carmelo above everybody else. You're only as good as you are. So what's what's not clicking with this men's division? What's not working? And I think it's the fact that they're just throwing shit at the wall and seeing who can take the reins and run with them, and fans don't like that. Because it feels like there's no, it feels as if there's no linear direction for the booking of the men's division. And the women are a little bit better off because we, we can clearly see where we're going with the women. So starting with the new the new girls, we've got Amara Amari Miller who did not look good versus Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray joined the brand and just disappeared. Um, Cora J, she's doing something with she's dating. She's dating somebody. I forget who she's dating, but he's also on the N- NXT roster being used. Um, I already told you how I feel about Electra Lopez and B Fab. Well <laughs> B now SmackDown. Hit row. Yeah you know I mean. Hit Row, hit row. Hit row. We're gonna get to them we're gonna get to them right after this. Um Who else we got? Uh Toxic Attraction. They're clearly gonna be the new kind of stars of the division. I love GG. JC is new. She really came out of nowhere. I, I know nothing about her. I know Gigi. That's Priscilla Kelly. I know who she is. Um, Jesse Kamea with Frankie Monet. I think she'll be fine as long as they keep her with Frankie. Um Katina Cortez gets no time on TV. Last Legend. I really wasn't feeling her show. Mei Ying. Love me some Karen Q. La 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 la. Love me some Karen Q. Persia Parada. She showed up like that first week as she is Indy Hartwell's best friend. And I feel like when Indy comes back from her honeymoon, they'll be put pushed as a tag team. Um, Valentina Farras And Zeta Maria is kind of like Disappeared But The one thing you can, you can say about NXT You should never, ever, ever Be worried about their women's division They will figure it out Now Hit Row As you know Hit Row was called up to the main roster They are on the SmackDown brand One, I fear for Hit Row because I think Vince will not know how to use them. This has got to be the one time that you have to listen to Hit Row and who's ever producing them and let them do their thing. That's how I think that the new day has creative freedom. you got to give it to Hit Row. NXT lost something great in Hit Row. Not only that, Swerve is your North America champion and he hasn't defended the belt since winning it huh he has not defended the belt since winning it, and he's also only had one match since winning the belt bruh this almost confirms that he's gonna lose the belt to Santos Escobar Book it because the the draft rosters don't take uh, take effect until the week after um, Crown Jewel. We know why Hit Row was drafted up. They got the look, they got the gimmick, they can talk, they can wrestle, they're good, and they really didn't get emu- en- enough time to truly shine in NXT. But honestly, I think we're all just counting down the days until they get split up. And once they get split up, at least two people in that group are getting released. And honestly, honestly, it's probably Swerve and Ashanti Adonis. I want Hit Row to succeed so much on the main roster. I want them to succeed. I I want them, I want them, I want them, I want them to succeed. So what's next for NXT 2.0? Honestly? (sighs) We've got to keep watching. That's what's next. We have to keep watching. And we got to support who we want to support We've got to make our voices heard. It's facts. Because they're going to keep trying and they're going to keep throwing things at the wall to see what sticks. So we got to let them know who we like and who we don't like. The ratings got to increase because if the ratings don't increase. I feel like something bad is going. Part of me misses the black and gold brand. Because we knew where we were getting. And now that Triple H is not. He's still in charge. But he's not super in charge. I fear for the future. Especially when it comes to the men. Because. If you look at. um, Raw and Smackdown's. Women's division. Most. Of their women's roster. Started. In NXT, Alexa, Oscar, Bianca, Dana Brooke, Piper Nevin, Eva Marie, Lacey Evans, Mia Yim, Nia Jax, Nikki Cross, Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler, Zelina Vega, all started in NXT. That's the raw women's roster. They all started in NXT. SmackDown women's roster, Aaliyah, B-Fab, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Carmella, Charlotte, Liv Morgan, Naomi, old NXT, Um, Sasha Banks Shotzi Blackheart Sonya Deville Tegan Knox, Tony Storm All started in NXT Natalya and Tamina Are the only two On the women's roster On Smackdown That did not start in NXT Let that sink in So they're doing something right With the women For the most part Because well The Iconics are The Iconics are gone Deanna Parraza is gone. Chelsea Green is gone. So there have been more hits than misses when it comes to the women on NXT. The men, that's a different story. But I'm going to leave it there. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> um, you can check me out on Instagram. Charismatic underscore creations 52. Check me out on Tumblr. Got the blog finally up and running, doing some tweaks here and there while I'm still posting there. I will be going over my um, top, top of 100 favorite horror movies. We are in Halloween. We're going to do five a day for four weeks, right? Because I think October, October has four weeks, but five Saturdays Um, next week. We'll be taking a look back at the first WWE draft. Why it happened, the draft picks, the views coming out of it, and essentially how it shaped the WWE. That's our show for next week. I'm your host, Jeremy Pierce. Come back. Thank you. I love you. And GG Dolan. I hope yo, some staples gotta hurt. But if you need me, if you need me, GG. Holler at your boy. Peace.